Capitalist Republic of New York. New York. There's plenty of money in this country. It's just in the wrong hands. The Moss Show. Politics, current events, and just a bit of Judaism. Two guys that are always right. Except when their wives tell them they're wrong. You're listening to The Moss Show. Good evening, everybody. This is the Masha with Chesky Moskowitz and Nachman Mustafsky. How are you doing, Chesky? I'm doing great today, Nachman. How about yourself? How's yourself? Good. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Had, a, had an interesting weekend, I must say. I uh, had visiting day for my for my oldest son, and um, we ended up with a screw in our tire. I must say, Nikam so we pulled over in like a uh, in a driveway of, of a close business Sunday evening, and. A minimum of about six different people pulled over to see if we needed help, two of which stayed for well over an hour and a half until we were back on the road. Um, it was really, really a nice experience. I mean, outside of having to be home two and a half hours later than I should have been. But um, I must say, Mika Amcha Yisrael. So it was, it was an interesting but nice weekend. That's awesome. Listen, you know what? You can always count on these amazing crowds and when they go upstate and when they go down to the Poconos for... Visiting day and they're just awesome. I've had a similar experience a couple of years ago, and it's really, really just a signal of how amazing our people are. Amazing our people are. Yep. I mean, you have. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if you saw there was a um, a, a post going around from a driver of a bu- of a bus in a camp, and um, she's writing how you know in her community there seems to be a lot of um, animosity towards uh, our community, it seems, and um, she was saying how she had um, her and her the other bus drivers, uh, about 100 kids in all, and they all said, you know, thank you when they got on the bus, thank you when they got off the bus, the bus was absolutely, the buses were absolutely spotless when they got off, so it was, you know, a big, big kid Hashem, I guess, there. Yeah, listen, you know, it's really all about the education of our children, what are we trying to teach them and what we're trying to portray for them and how we treat the surrounding world that we live in has definitely an effect on them and it's important that we recognize it. It's what we used to call good American citizenship. I mean, it's 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 uh, personal responsibility. You get on a bus, you clean it up. You know, we were... Yeah, at, um, I mean, we, we both had, me and Chesky, we both had the uh, the ability to be at the Salute to America event on Thursday, which was really a, uh, a special treat for us. And I must say, in the area, in the section, you know, I, I stayed a little bit later than uh, Chesky did. Um, I, I, don't, I don't think there was, I mean, there, there was garbage piled high by the garbage cans, but anywhere not within a foot of the garbage can was spotless. I think we may have left it cleaner than it was when we got there. It's very possible, you know, there was a lot of good American citizens there, a lot of patriots, a lot of friends, a lot of good people. Veterans, active duty, it was really a wonderful experience. It was amazing. But you know, that makes me uh, come to like the first thing I want to discuss with you today. Is, uh, did you see those viral videos of like these millennials fitting into drinks in supermarkets? Ice cream, ice cream, looking ice cream. It seems the first one... The first one was done in Texas, and you know, <laughs> don't mess with Texas, 
Governor Abbott said when they find the girl, they, they supposedly already know who she is. I think they're just looking for her. That once that they're that they're that they're going to charge her with the maximum, which is like thirty years in prison. I I don't understand. Where does where does this come from? Like, tell me not know what you think. Like, where does this come from? Where does this come from? So I think I saw somewhere this is actually a fake viral video. The problem with it is, is that these dumb kids go and they copycat it. So the first person, I, I don't know what the real reason was. They're saying that that she's like in hiding supposedly um, because she doesn't want to be arrested. And they're saying that it was that it was they, they knew which bin it was. They bought it afterwards. I, I've seen all different stories out there. There's no way to know what's true and what's not. But it seems the problem is, is that there's copycats. I I have seen people messaging like everything gets sealed except for ice cream. It's the strangest thing in the world. Everything you buy in a supermarket is more or less sealed shut with tamper with tamper evidence proof stuff. But I saw today a guy spit into an Arizona, into an Arizona stuff, right? An Arizona stuff, right? Like the iced tea. Did you see that video of the guy spitting into the iced tea video? I didn't see that, but I, I mean, listen, you pop the top or, 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 or crack, if it's cracked, you don't buy it, but that's disgusting. Yeah, I think these people are really sick, and it just says a lot about the education of this generation, how messed up they are. 100%. 100%. I, and then you have progressives that want 16-year-olds to vote. Do, do, adults, do adults seriously want a 16-year-old who thinks it's okay to munch on a Tide Pod and to lick ice cream and to spit in a drink and think it's funny and, and to do all these completely asinine um, um, viral videos to get, to get famous <coughs> for 30 seconds? And these are the people that they want to trust with making the decision of who's going to be the leader of the free world. I mean, the truth of the matter is most progressives are stunted teenagers anyways in their mindset, so there's not much difference. That's probably why they want 16-year-olds to vote, because they think that they're, like, you know, the smartest people in the world, because they're very progressive. 16-year-olds are very progressive. They well, want, the problem they want is, things for nothing. The yeah. problem is the reason why they're so stunted in their emotional growth is because of the educators themselves and the education department in some of these very liberal states, and even in not the liberal states like Texas, where you have liberals who control the educational system, system are implementing extreme curriculum like off the charts. I just saw this article today in the Daily Signal how California implement, is implementing this extreme new sex ed curriculum. Yeah. Like, just totally off the charts, like some crazy stuff. I mean, forget forget that. Forget that. I mean, let's just talk about, you know, my, my, I, I had a little one in universal pre-K. Now, the universal pre-K um, should be able to teach alif, the, alif, the alphabet, the, the Hebrew alphabet, because it's just a language. It's not Jewish. As a matter of fact, there's actually a Hebrew public school in, in New York City. But they were so petrified because they were so... Uh, attacked by the by the city when they would come to inspect, that they refused to basically teach the Aleph base to to the children. But it wasn't even that they had so little time to teach even the ABC in the universal pre-K because they were busy learning about volcanoes and and um, forests and rainforests and how important the rainforests are and weather and. I'm turning to my wife and I'm saying, like, 
He's four. He doesn't need to know about the rainforest. But he does need to know the ABCs, the one, two, threes, and the colors. And they just wasted so much time on absolute nonsense. And, and because they're trying to indoctrinate these children into these social justice warriors. And you start by teaching them all about rainforests. When the rainforest is more important than ABC, well, you end up thinking that cutting down trees is more important than actually having a job. Well, the crazy thing is, is that basically this new bill it's called this AB329, which is otherwise known as the California Healthy Youth Act, which was in 2016. So basically, it, 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 it mandates that parents are not allowed to opt their children out of materials that discuss gender, gender identity, gender expression, sexual orientation. Okay. All you need. Right. Yeah, for sure. So, like, basically, a child has to be taught that you have can or should, if you feel this way, identify as a different gender. It's it's absolutely nuts. It's it's completely. You know, the United States. You know, again, this is they don't teach us in school anymore, but. You know, a lot of people used to think, oh, we, we have the First Amendment right, the Second Amendment right. People don't understand. You have a First Amendment or Second Amendment or Third Amendment protected right. The right comes from God and God's nature. God's nature comes from the point where the founders and, 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 and the early liberals, what we would consider today to be uh, anywhere from, you know, libertarian conservatives to libertarians, the, the founders of this country... They looked at nature, and they said, well, if you see something in nature, then it must be God's will that that is, that is what is supposed to be part of nature. So freedom, the First mm-hmm. Amendment is mm-hmm. obviously just the fact of, you know, fact. If, if God exists and you're supposed to practice your God, and we don't know for, for, you know, everyone obviously believes the God they believe in is the correct God. So obviously you have a right to to believe in whatever God you want, even in the fact the Bible even talks about, you know, how people clearly, you know, bow down to um, um, idols. So clearly based, built into nature is the ability to choose for yourself a God and to worship that God. The Second Amendment, well, all animals in nature protect themselves with whatever ability that they have. So obviously the humans are able to protect themselves not only that, but if you actually look at the founding fathers and the first presidents, they clearly allowed um, citizens to have cannon, to have uh, uh, multiple types of, of guns and artillery that shot very high caliber weapons and at a very high... You know, they had machine guns back then. They had the, uh, the Pickering gun or the Peckering gun or something like that. These things were modern day... They, they, they're no different than modern day machine guns. Um, and they had them. As a matter of fact, the War of 1812, when Canada attacked, they had to borrow cannon from upstate New Yorkers that actually owned cannon from the um, civil from, from 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 the War of Independence. So, Americans actually owned cannon. Um, so these these rights come from nature's from from what we call today nature, or what they called back then, uh, God God's nature. Having, two, having a man make believe like they're a woman is not found anywhere in nature. 
they, these things are not found in nature. They do not need protecting. It's a mental health issue. Yep. And, uh, but, but yeah. listen, there are obviously people out there who don't feel that way, and that's their right because it's a free country. It's a free country. You can believe in whatever you want, but don't make me believe in your, in your, in your delusion. I mean, it's, it's as if you had, a, a, you know, and I, I'm not saying that I don't feel for these people, but I, I feel for them. I mean, if you had someone that was that, a family member that was, that was a bipolar schizophrenic or, or, and, and yeah. had, and had um, yeah. episodes of delusion, would you feed the delusion or, or would you try to get the person help? This is a delusion. They, I mean, there's no way a four-year-old, because they like the color pink or because they like to wear mommy's shoes, do you then decide to pump them with hormones and then, and then basically make it so that they're sterilized for life? I mean, this is, this is nuts. This is child abuse. My son right now is growing up with three older sisters. That means that due to just modeling principles alone, he's interested in putting on makeup. Putting on makeup. Correct. Right? Right. Because he sees his sister do it every Friday before Shabbat. And every time, every wedding that they go to, they see their mother and they want to put on makeup too, right? Right. Right. Now, if I was one of these kind of people, I'd be already deciding right now we're raising this kid as a girl. Correct. Which is one of the reasons, by the way, why I, I, I mean, it's not... I mean, I believe it's the studies show that the LGBTQ community has the highest levels of um, suicide in the country. Country. Not only that, but do you know that they have a higher suicide rate of black Americans during slavery and Jews during the Holocaust in the concentration camps? The real ones, not the ones that AOC calls the ones where you have Guatemalans trying to get in. I'm talking about the ones where Jews are trying to get out. Those ones. In the death camps, you had a less of a, of a percentage of people committing suicide than you do in the transgender community, and that includes post-operative transgender. Now, here's the craziest thing, though, because this really ties into, like, our guests that we'll be having in a, a, a few minutes. One of the things that this all really bothers me about this entire movement and about this whole, quote-unquote, LGBTQ openness in our schools and forcing it down kids' throats is that I believe that it's going to normalize pedophilia down the road. It already is. I mean, I'm, I'm right now, you know, uh, agree with him or not, I'm reading, you know, Milo, Milo um, has a new book, uh, not a new book, it's, it's been out for a little bit, but it's basically on the Catholic Church. He, he, he considers himself both a Jew and a Catholic. Um, and, um, and for those who don't know who he is, um, you know, we do have some younger people in our audience, and we try to keep the, um, the information, you know, suitable for, you know, younger teenagers, I guess it would be, you would say, um, and uh, for the Orthodox Jewish community. Um, but M Milo is an interesting character, and um, he has a book out about exactly this in the Catholic Church and how progressives through the LGBTQ push and the progressive push inside the Catholic Church they have been pushing actually pedophilia and, and, he, and he has proof I mean he, he quotes studies that are showing this and, and um, priests that are coming out and, and, and talking about it and, and, and this is what the progressives do 
they are a cancer and they, they, they break everything that they touch. You know, you know, obviously as Jews, we've had our history with the Catholic Church, but the Christian community as a whole, over the millennia, have had a very good effect on the world. They are the ones who, 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 um, who brought God to the masses, uh, the one God to the masses, the Ram, you know, Maimonides, the Rambam talks about this, um, about, about Christianity and Islam as well, um, and, and that these are not religions to be shunned, um, that they serve their pur that God has them and serves them for their purpose, um, and that, uh, you know, obviously we've had, you know, difficulty in Europe and, and other places, but um, in this country, we've had not that bad of a relationship with Christians, and especially with Catholics, actually. Um, Catholics have been a huge ally in the Jewish community in the United States, and it's one of the only places in the world where the Catholic Church is actually more conservative. The, um, well, that's because that we share a lot of values. Correct. And the Catholic Church had a very big resurgence in the United States um, during Reagan. And because of John Paul II, and John Paul was a huge ally of both President Reagan and Margaret Thatcher, probably two of the most compelling conservative uh, leaders in the last, I don't know, 150 years, outside of maybe Calvin Coolidge. Um, and But Calvin Coolidge was by himself, and he was a very quiet uh, president. But in modern-day politics, in the last 100 years at least, um, having them three uh, together... I think had a major resurgence, and you had some of the bishops were very, and the cardinals, you had Cardinal O'Connor in New York, who was a very, very well-loved cardinal, so you did have a lot of this. Um, so going into this, we now have um, Mike Cernovich, for you, people that don't know, we're going to be trying to keep this a little bit, um, you know, it, it is a touchy shot subject, but we are going to be keeping this, you know, rated PG. Um, um, so we do have Mike Cernovich on the phone. Uh, Mike, are you there? I am, sir. I am, sir. Yeah, hi, Mike. Mike. Uh, how you doing? How's everything? I know you've had I'm a doing very well. busy well. Yeah, yeah, it's been definitely yeah. busy for sure in New York, and I'm in Times Square right now actually buying some new shirts. Too hot, too humid, man. I didn't pack the, oh, right, wow. the right environment, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so Mike, you're based out of California, right? California, right? Yeah, California, yeah. Yeah. So let me different for our audience, know, for our audience who doesn't know who Mike is, Mike is one of the only few true journalists actually left in this country. He he goes after the story. He's tenacious. He does. He's like a pit bull. When he bites in, he don't let go. He has a movie that came out um, called Hoaxed. Um, yeah, I think you can find it online. Um, I'm sure he'll give us more information about that. And. He, he falls, he's going to tell us a little bit about what happened the last few days. But for you people that don't know, there was a very well-connected Democrat um, named Jeff Epstein who um, had, using an island of his and his airplane, um, had uh, abused children and allowed for other adults to abuse these children. And he got away with it due to his donations and palling around with many, many very powerful Democrats. Um, he got caught on... By the way, Nassman, let, me, yeah. let me jump in here for a second. Je Jeff Epstein, he's Jeff Jewish, right? Jewish, right? I think so. I mean, yeah, well, what an embarrassment to our community. Absolutely. This is what happens when people, when people are steer so far away from authentic Judaism that they literally become animals, but continue. continue. Yes, 
And um, so Mike Mike decided to go after this story. And I mean, I'll, I think he filed a lawsuit, and basically he got the federal government to release these documents. So Mike, let us explain to us the whole history here of of how this started. I know I know uh, Alan Dershowitz is somehow involved, and, and he's suing to get his name back because they claimed he was involved, but he wasn't. Uh, you wanna you wanna take over from here? Yeah, this is quite yeah, the web. So. Jeffrey Epstein, for a number of years, would, as you pointed out, traffic underage girls, and the Florida prosecutors declined to prosecute him in the federal government. The state government gave him a very sweetheart deal, whereby he didn't even have to do serious jail time. He actually got to leave jail every day to go to work, and then he spent the night in this like private rental jail, like a lord, lord or aristocracy or something. The feds didn't prosecute him. And, but there were civil lawsuits pending where a lot of the allegations against Epstein were filed under seal. And I brought a lawsuit to unseal those records. And the lawsuit was later joined by the Miami Herald. The court ruled that, the court ruled that we could have all the records, which meant the cover-up was over. The feds couldn't ignore this anymore. And so three days after the Court of Appeals sided with the Miami Herald in my lawsuit, he was indicted. That was definitely not a coincidence. Oh, it was absolutely not a coincidence. You just got a, a, a predator off the street. It's probably, I would say, it's probably one of the great greatest feelings of your life outside of you know married and kids and stuff like that. But that's got to be a pretty good feeling that your work paid off by getting an animal like this off the street. Yeah, it's a mitzvah, right? It's a mitzvah. It's one of the greatest ones. You're saving lot. You're literally saving hundreds of lives. Um, um, you know. I'm just curious, why the state is run by, the state's pretty conservative. Why would Florida go along with this? That's the question. So there's a lot of speculation right now that Jeffrey Epstein had blackmail information on very prominent people from both political parties. That's one thing I want to be um, clear about. This is not a Democrat or Republican issue. The belief is he had really bad dirt on everybody, including Bill Clinton, royalty, and the Florida prosecutors didn't want information about maybe their colleagues to get out. And that's why this is only the beginning. The Epstein indictment, this is nothing compared to what we have to keep fighting for. We need to get all the records and find out everyone who was involved. I, I agree. I mean, this is, and every single one of them, I don't care what, what again, what party they're in. Um, um, they, they could be anywhere from Communist USA to the Libertarians. If you're trafficking children, you, you I mean, in my opinion, you should be getting the death penalty. Um, and I, and I, do think, I do think we should have the death penalty for these types of crimes. Um, Husky, I think I think you you agree with that one. I think we've talked about that before. Um, these these are crimes for sure, for against sure. humanity. Crimes against humanity. They're they're no different than war crimes. Mike, let me ask you a quick question. Let me ask you a quick question. You saw like I know that you're you're kind of like involved in the whole. I don't I don't know like where exactly you fall because I know that you were. Correct me if I'm wrong. You were support of the president during this past election, right? I was what now? Were you supportive of the president this past election? Oh, no. I was a supporter of um, Trump at the last election. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. That's what I thought. So you, you represent, in my opinion, like a lot of Americans 
and who believe in freedom and who believe in America first. So I don't know. I saw that like certain people were floating during the debate. This whole Tulsi Gabbard or Gabbard candidacy. Do you think that's like a real Gabbard? Do you think it's like a real thing in the MAGA crowd? Um, I think it's a very lighthearted um, development. So I do. I think that people are going to abandon Trump and Tulsi Gabbard in mass. No. Could you have some people here or there do it? Yes. Is it more kind of a fun thing, almost a form of trolling? Primarily, it's it's just lighthearted, good faith trolling. Yay, go Gabbard, we want Gabbard. It is not it's not insincere, but it's also not completely sincere. That's okay. That's cool. I didn't. I, I, I'll definitely be honest with you. Some people like were like confused about it, including myself. But uh, no, I definitely hear though how some policies of hers would be attractive, even to people like myself. So, but at the same time, the Democratic Party has gone so far left. I really have a hard time seeing her becoming a candidate anytime soon. I happen to have loved your film hoax. Do you think that we're seeing it actually being played out right now with Jeffrey Epstein, how they're, first of all, keeping you out of the story, and secondly, also trying to hide a lot of elements of the story as much as possible? Yeah, nobody was talking about Epstein um, when I filed my lawsuit. The mainstream media wouldn't even report on it. And I thought, what is wrong with all of you people? They didn't try to get the records. And then the Miami Herald got involved and did tremendous work. I don't want to understate any of that. They did tremendous work. And now the reporters are trying to say, oh, nobody, this is only because of the Miami Herald and everything, and writing me out of the story. Meanwhile, they did nothing to actually advance the story that matters. So right now, there's no honor and joining a pile on like the media story. Now that Epstein's indicted, all of CNN and Brian Stelter and everybody, oh, this is amazing victory for journalism. But that's not bravery. Courage is when no one else is there, you rush through the door. And that's what I did. I just tried to write me out the story, but real Americans like you guys, you know the deal. And that's who matters to me. I don't need, I don't need high fives from these people. I want, as long as people like you know the truth, I'm happy. I'm happy. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's why we want to have you on. You know, our, 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 our community... It's small, but um, we really want them to, to hear. You know, we like to hear the, to hear from newsmakers, and and I mean, there's no greater. I mean, to be honest with you, you talk about a mitzvah. So so the, the, there's a mitzvah. You know, for every life that you save, it's as if you save the world. I mean, you literally just saved an entire. I mean, forget the people that. I mean, supposedly he was he's been doing this for for a long time. But, you know, they say from a lot of people that have, have been attacked by these types of people, when they're, when they're attacker um, gets put away, they, they sort of have a certain, you know, um, their soul gets a little more whole from, from the fact that they know that the person that, that attacked them is, is being punished. And um, you, 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 you very well could have saved, you know, there could be kids that, are, that were, you know, suicidal and who knows, I mean, and, and there can be future attacks. I mean, this guy isn't going away. These people, the recidivism rate of these animals is near 100%. And also, I'd heard from a lot of people who were victimized by other people, and they never got justice for that particular crime, but they do feel a sense of collective justice, that the types of people who harmed them 
are now facing justice and retribution. And I've heard from many, many people say, I, you know, my, the person who molested me had died, but I, I know now that this is justice. So it's, it's a good thing. I, I underestimated, actually, how the emotional effect. It's just a lot of closure for a lot of victims. And it's also a sign that if you're a... Yeah, if you're a pedophile creep, you know, we're coming for you. We're going to find you. A hundred percent. And it's not only that, it's not just this guy, because this guy, I mean, it's, I don't want him to get one of these deals now where if he rolls, he gets, like, no time in jail. But, I mean, I, th that could very well happen. He could end up not in jail because he may have a Rolodex of people, of, 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 of these animals out there. And a prosecutor may say, well, we put him in, like, you know, some, like, halfway house for 20 years, and we get... 40 of these guys off the street, I mean, this, this, this is going to have some massive, massive impact because this is not going away. These, these documents are public, meaning someone can go and find them now, right? Yeah, in two weeks, in two weeks, that's a fire, fire station driving about me. In two weeks, they will, we'll get even more documents. The whole treasure trove is coming our way. And there'll be more. So this is, again, only the beginning. So much more is going to come out. His documents don't come out until he uses them to either plea bargain or 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 in court. Meaning that the, the the documents that he has and the proofs that he has of other people, that's right. not public yet, right? Correct, correct. So it's just the people that he was bringing to his island and stuff like that, the stuff that the FBI has and and the state has. Yeah, but there's more information from the lawsuit that I won that's going to get us. Um, more documents. So there, there's more coming my way. I'll have more documents before the feds do. So it's, again, we're just, we're just warming up. This is not even the main event yet. This is the preliminary, preliminary site. We would love to have you back on again after this all, uh, I mean, this is, um, we, we, you know, uh, you know, obviously every insular community has its issues. Ours has not, you know, you know, the Catholic community, the Protestant community, the Jewish community, we've all had these issues. But this is this is not a this is not a religious group that was being protected. You know, a lot of times, you know, the Catholic Church they protect themselves. The Orthodox Jewish communities protect themselves. The, you know, the president. This is a political class protecting themselves. These are the types of this is the class that is the most dangerous to have the most power because they control everything. Right, all of all of the levers of power. So. Thanks for having me on, and when I get more documents, let's definitely do another episode after I have even more information and we can talk more. Chesk, uh, do you have any questions for Mike? Did we lose Chesky? I don't we hear him, no, I think he's gone. I think, I think we may have lost him, and he shows that he's still connected. But um, Well, Mike... Thank you so very much for no, coming. No, I'm here. I'm here. I was I lost audio for a second. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Mike, so you have, you have another minute for another question before you have to go? Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah, so my, 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 other, my, my only other question for you now is, do you think that, that, the, that this is gonna, we're going to have like this like kind of um, like like a effort on behalf of both sides of the aisle to throw President Trump into this so that way they can hurt him, saying that he's associated with him, even though that, from what I understand, there's no thing, he has nothing to do with it. But do you think they're going to actually do that? Like you want to call it that they're going to try to throw Trump into this or they're going to steer away from that? Democrats already have tried to make it about uh, Trump, which, to be quite honest, makes me sick because there's far more of a connection with Bill Clinton and Epstein, but I don't want anybody politicizing this. Let's just find out who actually did it 
and not create conspiracy theories about President Trump and Jeffrey Epstein. And it's just this discussion that shows... I mean, you know, isn't there... About the victims. Yeah, but isn't there... 100%. On his, on his golf course, right? Yeah, he kicked him out of Mar-a-Lago 15 years ago. Cause Epstein so that's actually made, true. Made, yeah, he made, yes. Epstein made a pass. He made a pass at a 15-year-old girl whose uh, dad was a member of the club, and Trump heard it and said, get him out of here. So Trump is absolutely... I mean, look at all the human trafficking arrests and prosecution, the Nexium sex cult. That was all Trump and the Trump's DOJ. This wasn't happening under Obama. Obama didn't want so Trump has no sympathy for anything to do with these pedos, and he's been great leading the charge, and there'll be much, much more in the future. Oh, and well, this, I'm looking and this, forward to finding more. This attorney general is, gonna, is going to go after them with everything he's got. This is like the... Our attorney general, people don't know about our attorney general, this is his second time being attorney general. Exactly. He, they're they're going to gonna raise hell. Oh, my friends, i got to go. I have a happy hour tonight in the city, so I have to get oh, dressed enjoy, up for that. Enjoy New York. Enjoy New York. It's a little Thank more you. conservative than California, just a little. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my friends. God bless. God bless you, Mike. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Wow, so that was, that was very interesting. So we learned that there's going to be more documents coming out. I mean, for people that don't know, Mike has been in federal court all day today, all day yesterday, all day, all day last week, I think Friday and Thursday. That's why he's in New York. These documents are all, he's in federal court. This is news. He said things today that he maybe has been doing on Twitter and Facebook, but he doesn't do many of these um, um, interviews. This was some very interesting information you gave us. Yeah, I really hope that it comes through in the, in, in, uh, to the listeners clear, because I kept on hearing like a feedback on him. We're going to have to check, have the technical team look at that later. I, I, I didn't hear any problems. It could, be, it could be it was on your end. I don't know. Oh, um, okay, that's good. If you didn't hear anything, then that's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, so this uh, for the next topic, talking about pedophiles, right? So we were going back to our discussion how we're saying how the Democrats in their pursuit of their carnal urges, so to speak, and I know people don't want to politicize it, but it is the liberal progressives who are just tearing down every single standard of, of morality in this country. And yeah. while there are probably Republicans who behind closed doors also behave in an immoral way. I want to separate what we would consider liberals from progressives. Liberals sure. are the old... Democrats that a lot of people grew up listening to. And I, I, I would even throw, by the way, people like Chuck Schumer in there, Hillary Clinton before she ran for president. Those are old school liberals. Bill Clinton. These are not, those are not progressives. The, the progressives yeah, sure. are, 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 are what we, they, they used to call socialists. Yes, people who are trying to change the fabric of society as we know it. Those, those people are people who are the ones behind pushing all of these radical ideas. And I, don't, I, I think that we're going to get to a point where pedophilia will be, will be part of the movement to legalize it. I think you're that there's seeing, going to be a point. You're already, you're already seeing it. You're so already you want to elaborate that? Because I, I don't think I've seen it. Maybe I... There is, there is a movement in the LGBTQ to add another P. Um, um, 
Now, they're claiming it's for people that have the attraction but don't act on it. Um, they want to make, they want to, there's a movement in the LGBTQ community. Now, I don't want to brush them with a broad stroke because I have a feeling it's a very small percentage. Uh, we both know, both Chesky and I both know people within that community that are actually extremely conservative and extremely religious. We would never consider these people in that. When we're talking about this, the LGBTQ movement, we're talking about the progressive side of that movement. There are people inside that movement that want to make the age of consent down as far as 11 or 12. Um, they look what they're doing with these children that dress up in women's clothing and go to these bars and these clubs. It is absolutely disgusting. They think it's okay. Um, in my opinion, the parents should be arrested. Um, if it was a girl doing that in the club, it would be considered assault. But because it's a boy doing it, it's considered freedom. I, I don't get it. Um, uh, but it's not that, Nachman. The next step is going to be then, then they're going to, I think, then they're going to push to legalize um, incest as well. Um, incest, and you're going to have, you're going to have, um, you're going to have, I think, um, 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 other forms of nefarious attractions that will be normalized. You know, when, when, when conservatives... You know, the term conservative comes from conserving. One of the things that we always want to conserve is our, our, our mores. And, and, and one of the things that we tend to use is the slippery slope argument. And a lot of people don't like that argument because they say it's nonsense. But it's not nonsense. It is exactly, it's literally part of their playbook. You see, we call it the slippery slope. They, on the other hand, call it progressivism. The term progressive means they progress at their eventual goal little bits at a time. And what they wanted to do is destroy society and rebuild it in their, in their enlightened image. Image, uh, of course. Right. They, believe, they don't believe in God. They believe in government. So if a bunch of great thinkers, elitists, can, can believe that they can control society um, by doing, you know, making society more progressive... You know, people, people have to know what these words mean. Progressive does not mean anything in and of itself. It means the actual word, to progress. They want to progress little bits at a time. It's one of the things that I think conservatives need to learn from them, is that I think we need to start fighting little fights at a time. You know, it, a lot of conservative movement fights are all-or-nothing fights, and I think we need to stop that. Yeah, for sure, and you know that the way to do that, obviously, is to educate and to, and to make people aware of what's going on. How many people are listeners right now on the show that the only thing that they ever heard about Mike Cernovich is that he's an anti-Semite? Mike Cernovich think, think. is the furthest thing. They also say that he's a racist, which is funny because, if I'm not mistaken, his wife is not white. Yeah, I don't she's, think she is. I think she's a... She might be. She might be actually uh, Middle Eastern in origin. I mean, not herself, but she is. She is. Um, and they say the same thing about, um, which is interesting because they call Ben Shapiro and and you know a Nazi. Well, he wears a yarmulke and Joe Pollock. And then they would say, well, they're not Nazis, but they're racists. They're both married to women that aren't white. Um, then you have. I mean, it's it's constant with this. Even the Proud Boys, whether you agree with the Proud Boys or not, it's irrelevant. The guy that they arrested is married to a black woman and his kids are black. 
and they were calling him a Nazi white supremacist. I'm pretty sure Hitler didn't marry a Jew. Like never ceases to amaze me. Never. Speaking of speaking of uh, racism, did you see the the uh, the whole the whole discussion about? Sorry, speaking about racism and um, in general how progressives are pro-white, pro-male. I saw someone recently reached out to me on Twitter to discuss how they felt like Trump is appointing way too many female, way too few female judges and way too many old white male judges. So, Nachman, you're one of the people who are an expert on this, on this whole process. Why don't you share with me some thoughts this, on this? This is the dumbest... Okay, so on one hand, so the reason they're pointing to judges for Trump is because they can't point to it anywhere else. He has appointed, from what I understand, as of last week, more women to more higher positions in the executive than both Obama and Bush combined. I just read this somewhere. I haven't done. I haven't looked into it. It could be nonsense. It was a pretty legitimate source. The reason they're looking at judges is because it's the one place that you can't do it. And I'm going to explain why. Where do federal judges come from? Now, under the law, they can come from anywhere. They can be farmers. They do not have to be lawyers. They can be illiterate homeless people. If that's who the president wants to appoint, and for some reason the Senate says okay to it, the guy is a federal judge. The guy is a Supreme Court judge. Now, all the judges below that in the federal system and on the state level and your local levels, which usually fall under state jurisdictions, have to be attorneys. And sometimes it depends for certain judgeships and certain amounts of years. The only one thing is the Supreme Court, because they're not judges, they're justices. I think there were one or two that were actually not lawyers. But most of them since, like, Adams, have been, have been lawyers. Um, the extent of their legal knowledge is up for debate. Um, if you read um, Mark Levin's great book, Men in Black, that is one of the biggest and greatest books on how bad the Supreme Court judges are. They basically upheld everything that's bad in this country, from slavery to um, anti-women rights to everything. Um, they've always been on the wrong side of history. So... Where do they come from? Well, they come from three main places. So, um, not, not Supreme Court judges, federal judgeships. They come from mm-hmm. three main places. Mm-hmm. They come from lower federal courts. They come from massive law firms, like the Big Ten or whatever, or Big First Amendment, Big Second Amendment, Big Fifth Amendment, certain law firms that deal specifically with the Constitution. And they come from law professors. Now, one of those three places where the judges come from, actually, which is the lower courts, also come from college camp, from law schools, and from, and from, um, and from law firms. So now you need to go and look at law firms, and you need to look at the, the law industry as a whole. I want everyone to just think about Lawyers that they've ever seen in, in the news. How many are women? How many are men? Law is one of I don't of know them. how many. It's a lot. It's not, it's, it's not even close, the percentage. From what I understand, statistically, there shouldn't be any women on the Supreme Court. Statistically. When it comes to statistics. 
the statistics of men in law versus women in law, there should be almost no women in the Supreme Court. Because there are so few women as far as men go. Now, I'm not saying women don't belong on there. That's ridiculous. Of course they do. But the reason why it's so male-oriented is because the industry where they're coming from is male-oriented. It would be like saying if we appointed a Nurses Society of America to make all the decisions that have to do with medicine, it's probably going to be heavily female. Because whether, you know, all, all the male, I have a bunch of friends that are male nurses. I'm not saying that that's not a manly job. But the fact of the matter is, is that statistically, if we had a plumber's association that the president would appoint, I'm willing to bet almost 100% of plumbers in the country are men. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't women plumbers, but I don't remember ever seeing one in my entire life. I've never met a, a female plumber in my life. I know they exist because I've seen advertisements for them. I've just never met one. Statistically, security guards are men. There are certain things... Uh, uh, elementary school uh, teachers tend to be female. There are certain positions that tend to, to be male-dominated and certain jobs that, that tend to be female-dominated. It's where the entire myth of 70 cents on the dollar comes from. That is one of the dumbest things I have ever heard progressives talk about. Because if I was an employer, right? So on the one hand, employers... And, and millionaires and billionaires that own corporations, right? The millionaires and the billionaires, they're evil people that don't like to pay their employees. That's why we need unions. But for some reason, they don't employ female workers who they would only need to pay 70 cents on the dollar versus the male. So they got to pick one. They're either evil people that don't want to pay their employees or females get paid the same. Not only that, but Chesky, we've stayed in the Trump Hotel. He employs mostly minorities and heavily female because... Yeah, I'd say, I would say a majority of the people who work in the Trump Hotel, based on what I've seen, are female. Because that industry, that industry tends to be heavily female, the, the hotel industry. Now, mm -hmm. people may not know this about Donald Trump, but Donald Trump, from the part-time bottle washer to the manager of the hotel, he gives full medical benefits... Why this never came out? And, 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 you know, this is another thing, progressives. Do you know, I just got an email from somebody today. The New York, I don't know if people are aware, New York basically just killed, they just Detroited themselves. Detroit basically taxed the auto industry into an oblivion. Now New York just taxed the real estate industry, which was our, you know, our car manufacturing. They passed the bill in June already now, today. A friend of mine already has laid off two to three people. And I just, I, just, I just got an email, someone forwarded me. Forty construction workers were laid off. Three teams from a construction company from almost entirely minority employees because there's no jobs. Because the real estate industry will not pay to fix up buildings that they're taking a loss on. This, this, these progressives make absolutely no sense. And Governor Cuomo has the chutzpah the goal to say, well, I had, I had to sign it because, I, I, because they had the votes. Be a man and don't sign it. He just... Yeah, well, you know what? He really, he really wants to do it. That's what I think. Of course he does. 
he said it clear, straight out. He wants people like you and me to leave this state. He wants all the people who have wealth, who are the who are the building owners and the landowners and the real estate investors, to leave the state, to turn our state into the the AIDS, AIDS illness, needle and male, human dropping California. It's, it's, it's absolutely insane. You know, and I, I'm going to be honest with you. I have friends in this real estate industry. I'm sure you do too. I, I feel bad because a lot of their, their, their jobs are, are being hurt over this. But you know what? A lot of these people, they reap what they sow. They reap what they sow. And um, they reap what they sow. And, um, and the fact of the matter is, is that um, they... They don't, they don't realize that for decades they've been giving money to these progressive politicians thinking that as long as they gave them money, they, wouldn't, they would always have their own piece of the pie. What happens is, is, is that these you know, more liberal progressives, the next generation are AOC. The next generation is Rashida Tlaib. And these people, these I've known some of these liberal Democrats that are in Albany. They have to go. They they have to go along with these people because these people know how they can be thrown out of office. These guys, these these, these young millennials, they they're street operators. They're completely breaking the entire Democratic club structure. They they have no control over these people. And they're, and they're terrified of them, so they just choose to Absolutely. go along with the ride. Why our community needs to strengthen the people on our side that agree with us, that agree with you know uh, Americanism, lowering taxes, uh, private property, all things that, that come from the Bible. You know, um, I'm actually uh, uh, heading tomorrow to Israel. I know, Chesky, you know this. Um, we are bringing uh, Governor Huckabee and the new New York GOP um, uh, chairman, Nick Langworthy, this is a great guy. If any of you guys can, can, can try and meet him if you're in New York, New Jersey area, this is the new GOP chair, chairman structure. The guy's young. He's 38 years old. He's going to be running one of the largest GOP operations. Um, listen, we, we don't control the state. We, we very excited about it. I, I'm very excited. I'm, I mean, this guy is pumped. One of the, the guy was sworn in last week. His first thing that he's doing, he's going to Israel. Because he knows that this is something that, that... Forget the fact that New York is one of the largest Jewish populations. He needs to do this for himself because he wants to see... You know, New York has a lot of business in Israel. New York has a lot of business in Israel. 100%. And, um, and, and he, needs, he wants to go there. He wants to see the partnerships that are there. Um, we're we're going to be showing him you know, where a lot of our freedoms come from and, and stuff like that. Um, we're going to hopefully have Governor Huckabee on next week. It's going to be a pre-recorded show. Um, and with that, I gotta go. You gotta go. I hope everybody has a good week, and uh, we'll I'll be speaking to you guys next week from the Holy Land. We're looking forward, Nachman. Well, hopefully, we'll be there. We'll be there together. And if not, I'll God willing, be in touch with you, and uh, we'll be in touch. Be in touch. All guys, right. keep safe. Have a great one, everybody. And everybody, have a good one. Have a good one. You've been listening to the Mosh Show. 
broadcasted from the Socialist Republic of New York. But please, don't tell our governor he asked us to leave. They have no place in the state of New York. Tune in again next week, Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, or go to J Tribe Radio to listen to the podcast anytime on Play, iTunes, and Stitcher.